So I wonder if publishing through video is the new way to have a presence on the internet. I wonder if the YouTube search, the power of the YouTube search is going to take over a lot more than we understand. Thinking of it this way, when you search for a website for a company and you have to read through their homepage and try to figure out what's going on, try to find a phone number and talk to someone. How many times do you get distracted or stuck getting to that web page or finding the hours of operation and things like that? Not that YouTube solves this, but video is a really interesting thing that if you really want to understand how to do something and you watch a video, usually you know how to do it if it's got some views and some people have responded to it. So, will video and YouTube and the search engine that is linked to YouTube kind of start to take over everything as far as websites? Will you need a website if you have a YouTube page? I mean, I think you need a website. But I think there's still a war of information about whether the internet is, is useful or not. And I, I, it's amazing that that is still happening and a deep dive into YouTube whenever you want to figure out something like learn a new app, um, check out a new camera, find some new technology, find someone that knows what they're talking about as far as, it's, see, it's not everything though. And one of the things that's interesting about publishing, teaching videos is the lack of information on what it's like to be a teacher, um, what you think about, it's more like, the craft same thing with art really interesting videos as far as what being an artist is like it's much more it's very interesting because art is such a wide wide thing and everybody has different different ways of doing it I heard a really interesting interview. Mark Marin was interviewing one of the co-founders of Rolling Stone magazine. And they kind of modeled the Rolling Stone interview off the Paris Review and the Playboy Playboy interview. So the Paris Review, which I've really enjoyed reading the Paris Review because it goes with it talks to artists and writers about their how do they do what they do. And that's one of the most fascinating things in the world because every artist does it different. It's like asking someone where they live, what they eat every day, and where do they work because everybody does it differently, especially with art. It's been a long time in the process of making. That's where things start to get really interesting because I brought up Stephen King's book about on writing really fascinating book but it also is just a deep dive into what it's like to be an artist and how he ended up where he is as a fiction writer or a writing artist and I wish every artist had a book about how they got to be where they are um, the jazz loft project is another good one um, but if you have you know, even Kafka's Kafka's writings about what it's like to be a writer, an artist. 
um, Van Gogh's letters, all these thoughts about what it's like to create art is touching on the idea that most people don't understand unless you've tried to do it it seems very foreign and people think that it just is this easy thing that some people are born with and there's all this time and energy and patience and truth seeking so I'm always looking for books that are about making art or about writing. I remember I got some books from the library about the writing process, which is different for every writer. But I'm always looking for books like that. This is Head Mosh. This is Todd Norman. Hope you are having a great day.